Pakistan. Purely, we didn't try to do Kirtan. And first of all, they won't have this mundane. You go to some. Sankar will go far away. Mundane ego. He'll be humble. And they will not show to anyone that I am very qualified. That I have, uh, that I am very influential. Do not have such conception. Or else, if such a conception remains, then how can I do Hari Kirtan? He'll give respect to everyone. They'll always chant Harinam. And those who chant Harinam, they'll have to respect them. And those who do not chant Harinam, Love to. He will not uh, neglect or despise them or uh, speak about their bad qualities. He will not waste his time in uh, such a way. Therefore, Prabhupada is saying the one who is doing Kirtan, we should not have any pride. Not just by showing for some time. Such a display will not last. For Radhaksarchvastu, Prakatri Hari, by engaging in Nam Kirtan, all his transcendental qualities and transcendental Shakti will enter his heart. How will it enter his heart? Just as his Bhavarok catches someone, then you become very sick. And you need some doctor to cure you of this Bhavarok. This doctor who will speak, who will do Shavan Kirtan of Bhagavan Saprakrit Harikatha, free you from this Bhavarok eternally. But but there is no desire to engage in Shravan Kirtan yes, then how can you be cured if one who is diseased if he will not take medicine then how will he be cured I mean, if he takes medicine he has to follow the proper diet but he will not follow the proper diet he will follow the skupatya means he will eat very inappropriate food and he says illness doesn't get cured so by engaging in the Sri Nam Kirtan, then Bhagavan first he will arrange for this doctor, Shavanaika Vaitya, who by Shavan Kirtan, and wherever we have any illnesses, he will root them out, he will treat them. And say, 
So Shri has so many qualities, and his bhaktas are even more qualities. Because if they do not have these qualities, then how could they possibly serve Shri Please him, worship him. Therefore, one should never criticize or find faults in such bhaktas and ruin one's sukriti. Or else, one will lose all ruchi to go in satsang. Will not have any ruchi to listen to Harikatha. Will not be able to do Harikirtan. And then he will be, everything will become very unfavorable for him. Body, mind will not give him any assistance. They will all become opposed to him. He will only buy because of fault finding faults with others. Criticizing others. There's so many diseases catch him. So many bad qualities catch him. And so he cannot even be treated. Say, doctor cannot cure you of your karma. Even by atonement, this karma will not go away. There's no other way. You may do as much dhyan as you want, tapasya, sadhan. But as long as. This uh, doctor, this sadhu, his instructions. If you say, oh, I will go and listen to his uh, instructions on my own, but how will you follow what you have heard? How can you practice in your life? After listening to all these instructions, how can you practice them in your life? It's not so easy. Because you have no sanskar, no sukriti. Therefore, one should go to Sadguru and listen with a service attitude. Seven mukriti means just tendency to serve. Then you can understand Adhoksach, Sri Bhagavan, who is normally inaccessible to the senses. By so listening to Harikatha and by such Shravan Kirtan, we pray to Adhoksha Shri Hari that kindly bestow your grace upon me that all that I have heard I can also follow these instructions in my life and not forgive them, forget them. Therefore, Adhoksha Shri Shri Hari by taking shelter of if one tries to take shelter of him in his name then Bhagavan himself will make all arrangements. That which is unfavorable should be forsaken. And that which is favorable should be accepted. Before even the sadhus chastise anyone or make some rules and regulations, then such force is not very sweet. So how can the men get this natural ruchi? Then they will tell you to follow the Shreyapath, means path of eternal welfare, and not Prayapath, the path of gratification. So what is the Shreyapath? Path of eternal welfare. By years you listen, and you engage your senses, in following what you have heard, in practicing what you have heard, 
in your life. And by trying in this way, Gurudev and Vaishnavas, they are very merciful. They will help in all ways. See a small boy, when he is trying to walk, his mother catches hold of his hand. And he makes make sure he will not fall. So one tries even a little. Then Gurudev, Shastra, Sadhu, they will bestow their mercy. Then we will be able to understand. Or else, by this mundane intelligence, we will think this is favorable, this is good for me. I will try following the limbs of bhakti, but then to suffer so much oh, from so many obstacles. So this is not favorable for me. This is not Bhagavan's desire that I follow this path. So then I am neglected. So then I neglect this path. But this mark is Satmark. It's eternal truth. So one should try again and again to follow this path of eternal, absolute truth. So, Tama Bhakti is not understood by the mundane senses, cannot be practiced by the mundane senses. But except for the mundane senses, how can we follow Bhakti? Therefore, when we use our senses and offer them in the service of Aparakrit Saru Guru Vaishnava, or even if we try surrendering our senses, then they will empower us. And by being empowered, we can advance. Or else, or else so much Harikatha is being spoken, then one should try for, to listen to Harikatha, one should try to do Kirtan. This is, this prayas means an endeavor. And by endeavoring like this repeatedly, then one will benefit it. You see, if you soak cotton in water, the cotton will soak the water. But a stone will not soak the water. The stone will become cool, but it cannot soak. But cotton can soak the water. Similarly, the sadhus, they give us this, they give us these transcendental glories, where it should become beautiful, full of rasa, full of potency, and have this quality to accept the shakti, this qualification. And especially this year is most important because we have to listen through the years, by the years. And by Sashravan Indriya, by the, by the organ of uh, oral reception, then all the other senses will also become heightened in consciousness. But if we engage ourselves in logic, and follow the wrong path, then all our Gyanendriyas and Karmendriyas, knowledge acquiring senses, working senses, they will not follow us. We will not be able to control them. But if we have faith, then we have this uh, faith in the Shakti of Bhagavad Parikars, then the Shakti will enter our hearts and empower our senses and make them qualified to follow, to practice. 
all these instructions. And that time, one will surrender, and one will question, and one will serve. These three things will happen at once. Because one is not understanding anything. This Tattakyan is very difficult to understand. So one should at least offer pranams then, even if he cannot understand. And they say, this mercy is had. Showered. Even if one is not understanding, you should ask the Guru Arga, say, how can I follow? When when gets the answer, then how can one become established in this? Then he will duly consider. Then I'll have to serve the Prakat sadhus, bhaktas, and by the fruit of that service, naturally that mercy will be transferred, the shakti will be transferred into our hearts. We will be able to realize everything. Or else many listen, but they do not accept because they do not uh, serve. And there are many who listen, but they don't pray. Therefore, they are not empowered. There are many who question, not for inquiring or for accepting what they got, but now that I learn nicely. Then I'll argue with others and I'll defeat them in uh, debate and I will be glorious. And there are others who offer dandavat. They will only offer dandavats in front of everyone. They'll offer sastranga dandavat pranam, they'll roll on the ground, they'll take this dust on their head in front of everyone, they'll do this. But when, when, but when no one is there, they will not do anything. Even if you, they see you in the street, they'll offer sastranga dandavat pranam. But they will never offer pranams in a solitary place. Bhagavad Goswami, they will take the names of all the Rajasas and offer pranams in the middle of the forest. So, we don't. We should pray for their kripa with the seva vritti. Then this Dandad pranam is, is factual. Else we offer pranams. But we are thinking, oh, he should listen to me, he should serve me. We will not do what? We do not wish to be sevak, we wish to be the object of service. And that way even the Dandot Pranam is in vain. It is not real. And then when one questions, he naturally questions out of inquisitiveness. In the Gita, Bhagavan, he tells Arjuna, there are four kinds of people are drawn to his service. The inquisitive, the learned, the needy, and the knowledgeable. So say when one has this Sukriti, then when one is very distressed, he will approach Bhagavan. Or when he is inquisitive, when he desires some material wealth. Or when he desires to be to have some knowledge, then these four kinds these four kinds of people when they have this Sukriti, they'll pray to Bhagavan. Or else one will only offer Dandad Pranam and will mercy be had such a way. He's only showing you offer Dandad Pranam ten times. Or you digest his food. Oh, I'll become nice, I'll be strong. And then in the morning he offers Dandad Pranam thousand times. 
लास्ट क्वेश्चन वन प्लस एन हिल गो आस्क द सेम क्वेश्चन टू नॉट द पर्सन सेइंग दैट पर्सन इज अ रियलाइज सोल ये स्पोकन बट इज रियलाइज्ड देन हिल गो टू नॉट द पर्सन इज रियलाइज्ड एंड दिस है ही विल गो आस्क द वर्ड्स ऑफ माँ बागवत फ्रॉम अ कनिष्ठ अधिकारी और अ वर्ल्डली पर्सन सो देन वॉट विल ही पॉसिबली से देन हिल से ओ इज चीटेड यू यू सी बाबा जी हिल मेक अदर पर्सनल सर बाबा जी सो डोंट लिसन टू सो हिल चीट इवन मोर सी दर्ड स्पोकन बाय साधु कैन ओनली बी अंडरस्ट बाय साधु गरुड़ाउट saying ram lakshman were bound by these snakes nakpash by indrajit so now they have become immobile now their bodies have lost all consciousness because you see a snake what does it do it when it this no the snake when it catches you then it crushes you it makes sure that you become senseless So then it seemed Ram and Lakshman had become senseless because of these snakes. So in Hanuman, he was speaking to Vibhishan. Vibhishan said, "Call Garuda quickly." And immediately these snakes will run away. So they all started remembering Garuda. And as soon as Garuda came, as soon as the snakes saw Garuda, they ran away in fear. Then Garuda was thinking, "If Ram is really Bhagwan Parabrahma, then just by seeing me, they ran away these snakes. But why didn't they run away seeing him?" So maybe he is not God. Maybe he is just a human being. He is not Bhagwan. So he had doubt now in his heart towards Ram and Lakshman. So he went and he asked Shivji. Shivji said, "I don't know. Don't ask me. I don't know anything. I will not listen to you. Also, I don't want to. I do not wish to even associate with you." Then he went to Brahma. Brahma, he said, "I don't know. I don't know anything. You also go away from here. Leave." He was thinking, "Whom should I go to?" Because wherever this doubt is present in Bhagwan and Bhagwat Vastu, Bhagwat Parikars, then he he loses strength. His effulgence on one side, but as his prakshati, on another side, loses everything. So Garuda, he was he went all four directions. He was flying everywhere. Then when he went to Rishi Marshes, they said, "You see, only a bird can understand the language of another bird. So you should go to another bird. You should go to Kakbushandi." So Garuda said, "I am the eagle, the king of birds. Carry Vishnu on my back, Narayan, and crow is like a shudra. How can I go to this crow, Kakbushandi?" Because of this doubt, now his mind became polluted. So he didn't see any other recourse than approaching Kakpushandi. So he went to Kakpushandi, and there he saw there were millions of birds and animals, and they were all listening to Hari Katha from Rishi and Marshes. So then Garuda he also went and stood, sat behind. And he sat behind. Katha was going on, and then Raj Katha was spoken, and they came to Kakpushandi, and they said, "Oh, Mahatman, I thought you were just a crow. 
but he has such profound atmatattva atmagyan so i have some doubt is he the dasarathi ram is he bhagwan is bhagwan and how could these snakes how could these snakes have bound him just on seeing me these snakes ran away so why couldn't the snakes leave the ram then how is he bhagwan so then kakbushandi said I cannot make you understand but I don't I'll speak from my experience what has happened in my life because previously I belonged to this chandal shuddha jati and I still have a, and, and as a hunter I used to kill all the animals so during shivratri I was thinking if I worship shivji then I'll get his shakti and then I can I can kill even more animals than before. You know, if I have the Shakti by His mercy. So I'll worship Shivji now. Everyone is worshipping, I'll also worship Him. So then you follow this Vrata. Because Shivji is very easily pleased. He'll give you anything you want. So he said, He wanted skin. He wanted meat. He wanted to kill as many animals as he could. He, he wanted the Shakti. So he, he followed the Shivrat Nirjala. He didn't eat, drink, anything. And he said, they're always present near Shivji. And he's performing so many austerities. Tapasya. In the evening, he could not, became very hungry. So he said, all right, I'll do some puja. And then take some chanam. But he's saying, How can I do this puja? I don't know any mantras. So then he was looking for some pandit to chant the mantras. Now it is evening. So there he saw one Vaishnav wearing tilak. And he said, Oh pandit. Because, you see, one will speak according to the, according to the way he is. There's Vaish, Shavish, Samavish. So according to one's mentality one will speak so he he showed it in a very rough way opened it I found a brother the whole day now do this puja now whatever things you need I'll bring so whom should I worship he said you don't know Shivratri he said oh I will not worship Shivji so you see you'll have to do or else You see what I'll do. Then he showed his axe to me. Either I'll kill you by my, by my own hands or you should do this puja. So I wonder if I was thinking, who has caught me? Why am Surely some bad karma has fallen upon me. This such a person has you now trying to intimidate me. You see, he was a shudra, he was a chandal, he was a hunter. But because of following Shivratri, he became very powerful now. So then he said, go on with his patra and other things for worship. And he started offering this prayers. Ramaya, Ramashinaraya, Ramadharaya, Vedasi, Sarvavilana, Karasitaya, Namonama. And he said, hey, what are you doing? Chant Om Namah Shivai. Why are you chanting Ram Nam? He said, I cannot say. Then you see what I'll do. Then he took his axe, saying, I'll kill you. You say Om Namah Shivai. Why are you saying, reciting the names of Ram? 
that is his Sita Pati. Why are you? What are you saying? You're just saying Om Sita Pati Namah. You say Om Namah Shivaya. Saying kill you if you don't say. Then Shivji, his linga exploded, and then Shivji appeared from there. And he said, "Oh, you're following this brother." And now, for hundred lifetimes, you'll suffer in hell. And he gave this curse, Shivji himself, saying, "You want to kill this Vaishnu?" What he's saying is true. He's speaking my Prabhu's names, Rishdan Kirtan, to me in front of me. So, what more do I need than this? So, is he a guru or you are his guru? And they say, they get this curse, and all the sadhus, they caught her to Shivji's feet. And they said, Oh, Ashutas Bolinath. And now he has come and taken the shelter. So, now he say, Mercy. And make him free. May not suffer in hell for hundred births because very painful. So what can I do? Make him free from this offense, from this curse. He said, "No, this is impossible. Once I have uttered the curse, no, it won't happen. So I cannot make him attain liberation." So he say, "Okay, I will make a concession for you." All the suffering that is that he is destined to suffer in hundred births, he'll suffer only in one day. So they say within one moment, one moment he was dying, again he was being born, again he was dying, again he was being born. They say hundred lifetimes passed in only one life, and the next life he'll be born. Those who Brahman. See, and they say Shivji himself appeared, and he knew everything that was spoken by him. And he's thinking, I have to make a guru. Without guru, how can we possibly cross the ocean? Apart from that, so I've taken, I've taken birth in a Brahmin family by blessings. But how will I get this? Mercy. So I went to Loma Sharshi, saying, "Oh, give me some mantra." He said, "Which mantra? Ram mantra." He said, "I'll give you mantra according to my desire." He said, "Chandam Brahmasmi." You are Brahma, I am Brahma, everything is Brahma. Sarvam Kalamiram Brahma. He said, no, this I will not say. Then which mantra? He said, give me the Ram mantra. I will do Ram Bhajan. And he said, he said, I will never give. He said, already you are always calling like a crow, so become a crow now. He said, alright. You're not giving me Ram Mantra, I'll fly away now. So now again, Omar Shri called him. You have performed so many austerities. So I'll give you this mantra now. So now should I make you free from this crow-like body? They said no. That body in which one has received this mantra and has realized this mantra has established in Saru. Then is having a body is, is fruitful. But one neglects all these paths. He neglects Shri Then that then that session is favorable. And then by doing this Upasana and by doing Chapatapa and by the inspiration 
so then they are not our uh, servants or followers that uh, they flatter us or that they have uh, something to take from us so so they have not uh, surrendered and their questions are also not acceptable and the questions will not be answered as well neither will have the strength to accept what they have heard because they don't have the seven mukti so therefore prabhupada says who is the sadhu one who is established in his own sarup he is sadhu and but one who is entangled in material world body made of flesh and bones and just by dressing a sadhu he will become a sadhu is wearing tilak he has mal on it's good of course he at least is trying to come on this eternal path of auspiciousness satmark but as long as he is not established in swarup then he is not even a sadhu he is not a mahat he is trying to follow this path sadhu mark satmark so as long as this krishna das is not present the servitude to shri krishna then as long as one is not surrendered himself to bhagwan seva then until then that person he is not sat or sadhu so krishna bhakti is main characteristic of sadhu one doesn't have bhakti he will he is a sadhu therefore one should leave this as a sangha forever this is paramadharma shubhakti siddhi kami they're all restless why they have so many desires but the krishna bhakta how can you understand therefore he is nishkam he has no desire he is always happy but no desire for bhakti mukti siddhi they are always restless for which reason because they have offered themselves in bhagwan seva not for their own enjoyment because when one becomes established in bhagwan seva then he becomes free from his lust desires and all other things which are dormant state and then he will worship bhagwat vigraha then by knowing this bhagwat swarup not just knowing but realizing within his heart automatically he will traverse this path of advancement so the atheist he will the atheist and agnostic they will not worship the image of shri bhagwan they will not worship the deity of bhagwan but they will say that we worship this body this body is also a deity made of five elements so why should we serve that stone sculpture we will worship this body which is moving has life you know that this body will never stay with you forever and no matter how much ever you do you can never please the body and mind and you cannot benefit them in any way 
still personally stubborn, thinking I'll only worship this body, not the Vikra. So that person is an atheist, opposed. So Vaishnavas always worship Sri Vikra. There's a big gravatar, archavatar. When one enters household life, then he has children, children of all them. And then since childhood, you see, he doesn't know how to eat on his own, doesn't know how to drink water on his own, he cannot stand on his own, sit on his own. So you say, archavatar vigra is also like a small boy. Like a baby, you know, he's appeared in that form. He's always saying, How much vatsalya do they have for me? How much love is he showing me? So, so you see, in a baby which has been born just six months before, he cannot even sit on his own or change sides on his own. But after some days, he starts walking, he starts playing, he starts running, he knows everything. So if you want to serve the Shivigras, then you will see on your own this change. But we don't have this patience or faith. So say the Vikravatar, the Archavatar descends in this world. How can we go to the transcendental world, Parachavat? Because we cannot go with these senses of this mind. Therefore, therefore, this Vikra is Bhagavan's identical form. Pratibhu Sutra. Bhagavan himself is non different from his Vikra. And by serving the Vikra form of Sri Bhagavan, one will be free from mundane illusion attachment. This mota will also go away immediately, and then one will gradually enter into this brahmachari. Now he has this qualification to enter in this transcendental region. At the time, Bhagwan's name, his his name, his qualities, everyone will have so much to see, to do, to glorify Bhagwan's name, Rupundila. And then, side by side, and so everyone will have this desire to engage in Shraman Kirtan. And also not just hearing, but to practice in his own life, whatever he has heard. They are always ready to help the Jeevas have a relationship with Bhagavan. So Mahaprabhu, what did he say? He said that one who doesn't accept the form of Bhagavan's deity form is an atheist and he's untouchable and he's, he shouldn't even be seen. He's worthy to be punished by Yam Maharaj because Bhagavan's deity is Sachidananda Vikra. It's transcendental. But one says, oh, Bhagavan has accepted this form after having accepted Satoguna. Saying so, no, even Bhagavad Vigidra is Nirgun. Therefore, there is no absorption in mundane qualities. 
So one who doesn't does have the form, then you shouldn't even be saying he's an atheist, great or atheist. You should not even touch him or see him. He's worthy to be punished by Yam Maharaj. See, some people, they keep like some deities of Radha and Krishna on their showcase. In the showcase as a decoration. Or sometimes they take the Saligram Shilas from the river. And they say, they say Guru and they say, oh, he's, he's not any person belong to such and such caste. So this is like very hellish thinking. The Vaishnavas, Bhaktas are not ordinary people. And Saligram is not just some ordinary rock. One doesn't know his boot should they. One doesn't know how to purify himself and the elements. Then if he sits down to do puja, then by his senses he's not actually even touching the Vikra or Sri Bhagavan. Nor is he offering himself in his service, Bhagavan Seva. Therefore, puja is not done by the external senses. But by serving Sachananda Shri Vikra Bhagavan, in this way he will be pleased by worship. He was not just a deity. You directly were Jandrandan Shamsandar himself. Sometimes Bhagavan himself, you see, he manifested a deity made of Neem, Neem boat, and he entered into the deity. So, see, sometimes they differentiate between Bhagavan and his form. Mahaprabhu said, No. You're not just deity, you're Krishna himself. Therefore, we are not advancing in our bhajan. We only think about things from outside. And they say, we, we make a compromise with this material world. And they say, we ourselves want to understand and also make others understand. So this is Bhagavad Darshan, Darshan. Not Antara Darshan. One should always have this enthusiasm to serve the Lord of his heart. You should be restless. To always serve. So what do we do? We, if we wear any, any cloth, then we don't change the cloth of the deities also for one year. We don't offer any boga to the deity. Form. No, we don't sing, we don't dance, we don't do kirtan in front of the deity. See, in our homes we change furniture, we buy a new set every year, we throw the old set away. Or sometimes you see, we, if you get a nice TV, then you throw the old TV away. You see, if you get, if you get new chair, bring new chair. And if you see some new clothes in the market, then you throw the old clothes away and you buy new ones. Then a huge pile of clothes. But one will not do anything for Bhagwan's deity form. He'll say, oh, no, I need to do anything for Bhagwan. Or you just sit down and enjoy. You tell Bhagwan. So they say, such people, they will never advance you. In the association of such people, how can you advance in your bhajan? Guru and Krishna are Nityabandhas. You're eternal well-wishers. You don't have any ruchi in their seva. You see, if you're walking towards the, if you're walking towards the west, then how can you possibly walk towards the east simultaneously? Similarly, if you're always attached in samsara, 
you will consider those people to be yours but not Bhagwan. Because of such a mistake, then then we will suffer, we are destined to suffer. Therefore, Bhagwan has not forbidden you from doing anything. At least you try doing a little for Prabhu. He is saying, no, why should I do? Then it will be useless. You see, why should I wear the prasadi remnants of Bhagwan's cloth? It's just ordinary cloth. Why should I wear it as a prasadi? So, so man, man has many mundane understandings towards Bhagwan's seva. You see, if a bhakta will buy a piece of cloth for five paisa for his own self, then he'll use 500 rupees to buy for Bhagwan. Because he has to decorate Bhagwan with that cloth. And what do we do? We try buying a cloth for five paisa for Bhagwan. And then we buy clothes worth 5,000 rupees. And we buy clothes for our friends, relatives. And this way we decorate them, but not Bhagwan. This way is not Krishna Seva. He is Maya Seva. Because he is serving Maya job projects of this world. So whose mistake is this? Why does he do he practice Dharma for Kama and Moksha? Of Artha. He says there's no need for the fifth attainment of human life. Krishna Prem Panjam Purusharta. Mahabharu said no, this will not do. All the one has become. He is given this tendency to serve Sri Bhagavan. So Bhagavan is given, Mahaprabhu has given so many wonderful instructions. He is the ideal teacher of the star. Saying we are not Vishayas, we are not Bogis, you will not stay in this world forever. If you do a little Bhagavad Seva, then this Bhagavad Seva is a great asset, which is a cause of great auspiciousness. It will never be destroyed, this asset. In fact, it will increase more and more. This way, one is using 24 hours a day in serving Sri Bhagavan. Then what difference remains between Golok Vrindavan and Bhoom Vrindavan? Sri and so many chants now, all his Sri starts to blossom. And all good qualities appear within his heart. And then worldly this, the senses and the sense objects will never be able to disturb us. We will never be Vishayas. And then even if we, one looks like a Vishayi, but still, even if he looks like a materialist, still he is always absorbed in, in Bhakti. Therefore, one will never forget, one will never think of Bhakti to be ordinary and significant. And he will never be cheated of Bhagavan Seva, or think of it as insignificant. Say, oh, my time is being wasted, why should I put why should I bathe? So much of my time is being wasted. It's better that I go outside and work for some time, get on some money. What to do with that hard-earned money? If you cannot, if you haven't even offered your own self in Prabhu Seva, then that very money will be a cause of great misfortune. Because so many people are ready to fight with each other for money. And wherever the there is association of the Vishayi, the materialistic person. Then Gaurasundar says, this disease meditation has again caught you. Therefore, never associate with Vishayis. 
Arunyoshit Sangha. This Prabhupada is given instructions very nicely. Yoshit Sangha means the association of those who are attached to women. <laughs>